0: Hey, I'm ladylike listeners, it's Kristen. And Caroline and I are excited to bring y'all something a little special in the feed today. But first, we need your help. Unladylike has been nominated for a Webby Award, and it's up to y'all to vote us in for the win. And all you have to do is click on the link in the description for this episode and vote now. No, really, vote now, because voting ends on Thursday, April 18th, and we are currently in second place. So y'all can truly win this thing for us by voting now. And if you've already voted, thank you so much. And you can keep helping us out by just spreading the word and asking your other friends to vote. Okay, now it's time for that special something in our feed, which is a pep talk. Because here at Unladylike, and let's be honest, in just everyday life, we occasionally need an encouraging pick-me-up. That's why we've asked some of our favorite Unladies to help us put together a pep talk album. That's right. It's 12 amazing pep talks on 12 different topics that are only going to be available on Stitcher Premium. Although today, we're giving y'all a sneak peek from yoga goddess and past Unladylike guests, Jessamine Stanley. So please enjoy. And remember, if you want to hear all of the pep talks over the next few weeks from folks like Girls Night In founder Alicia Ramos to Fake the Nation host Nageen Farsad and writer extraordinaire Ashley C. Ford, be sure to sign up for Stitcher Premium. Just go to stitcher.com premium and use the code on for a month of free listening. Okay,
1: here we go. life is beautiful right now the last days of Rome I mean like yeah they're really fucked up and there's so many terrible things happening honestly like all over the place but I'm like happy you know what I mean like I'm I'm happy in this moment and that's putting a pep in my stuff
0: And welcome to the Unladylike Pep Talks album. I'm Kristen. I'm Caroline. Pep Talks are pick me ups for when the patriarchy gets you down. Starring some of our favorite, most inspirational, hilarious, and brilliant unladies, today, author, yoga teacher, and past unladylike guest Jessamine Stanley is getting us ready for swimsuit season. Or, Really, anytime you have to show off your bod in public. And I really
2: appreciate this. As someone who has been told before that her body and skin is literally blinding because I am so pale, I could use a little bit of a pick-me-up when it comes to swimsuit season and having to take off my pants.
0: Yeah, and for me, it's a season of active cellulite reacceptance of just looking at my back thighs and saying, you are fine the way you are. I'm not going to listen to all of the women's magazine nonsense about how you're not supposed to be there, little dimples. And listen, all those expensive creams won't do shit anyway, because this is really just like a genetic thing and just the way my body is made. And that's fine. I guess I just gave myself a little bit of a pep talk, (laughs) Caroline.
2: Yeah, I know. I hate looking in my dresser drawers Mm -hmm. and seeing all of the bathing suits that I have Discarded, because I don't feel secure enough anymore to wear them. Wait, you've
0: discarded them, but you've kept them?
2: Well, discarded them emotionally. Hidden them away is more accurate. And I just feel like I keep buying bathing suits that are going to, like, cinch me in and hide and disguise as many things as possible behind as much ruching and ruffles that I can possibly get my hands on.
0: That's a real visual. Yeah. (sighs) Why do you think
2: you hang on to the old ones? I don't know. That is a really good question. But I feel like as I've gained weight, as I have aged, there's a part of me that A is like, girl, you spent money on that stuff. But B, there is some bit of like hope that one day I will somehow be as tiny as I was in high school or college. And then I'll get to put on that really cute bikini top again. But see, like even the words that I'm using, get to, who's stopping
0: me? Caroline, also, the words of a former Unladylike guest, Joy Nash, in our How to Escape Diet Land Part 1 come to mind. Live your life like your skinny jeans are never going to fit again. I know. I really just need to get rid of those
2: bikini tops because I'm never going to wear them. I have plenty of bathing suits that do fit. But either way, like, this time of year... I just dread it. I see the bathing suits start to crop up in catalogs. They're on, like, the homepage of every website where I shop for
0: clothes. And they're all over Target already. I'll tell you that right now. I
2: know. It's as soon as you walk into Target. There they are. I have to, like, cover my eyes and just keep walking to the athleisure section. Let's be real. But I feel like it doesn't have to be this hard. I feel like I am the only one who's holding me back in this situation. And if I could just accept the body I have and love it and respect it for what it does for me, which is sitting around podcasting,
0: (laughs) and just respect it and love it for what it does to me, I'd be in a better place. Well, it sounds like this pep talk is maybe going to pep you right up. One thing that swimsuit season also brings up for me is uh, sort of on the flip side of worrying about, you know, having to wear bikinis and whatnot. When I was a kid growing up, swimsuit season was always fraught because of modesty issues. Growing up in a really conservative home, I was only allowed to wear one pieces, and they were even in Land's End catalogs. Yes.
2: Oh, yep, same.
0: The thigh cut, um, so you could either have like a higher like Baywatch style or like a lower modest Christian girl style, <laughs> which is what I was stuck with. And in middle school and stuff, when most of the girls started wearing bikinis, I was mortified to have to cover up my body so much even though now walking into target i tell you what yes there are swimsuits everywhere but you know what they are they one piece so that's also exciting i
2: love a one piece
0: right um but also now that you know with a high cut that also means you know what are we going to do about those pubes (laughs) but i guess that's a pep talk for another time and with that we're going to let body positivity pro jessamine take it from here and be sure to stick around for her pep talk y'all.
1: So, my name is Jessamine Stanley. I am a yoga teacher and a writer. I'm the author of Everybody Yoga, Let Go of Fear, Get on the Mat, Love Your Body. And I'm the lead teacher of the Underbelly Yoga app. And I am here in beautiful Durham, North Carolina. There are so many unladylike things about me. And probably the most unladylike thing about me is that I don't identify as a lady. And I used to spend so much of my life like trying to fit into the box of what I thought a lady was. Like, and all of those things to some degree have just not quite fit right. I identify as a human. That's like the one thing that I know. Pretty much for certain, like in this I'm am, I'm am in a body, I am a human, and I think that um, to accept all that that means, it means that I'm in all the categories and I think that it's a facade that we create for ourselves, that we're not all of the things. I don't know. I mean yeah, I identify I identify as a human. When I think about swimsuit season, I used to be like, oh my God, <laughs> like, it was the worst time. It's just like, OMG, just like straight down the piano scales because I was always so anxious about what kind of swimsuit was appropriate. Like, and I've always loved to be naked, like double cancer, June baby. Like, I love being in the water, love feeling. Like, I was that little kid who was wearing a swimsuit. Like, Memorial Day to Labor Day, it is swimsuits all day. And I'm wearing, like, two-piece. I've got, like, my belly out. You know what I mean? It's like, like, I'm out here enjoying life, feeling free. And then I hit, like, let's just say second, third grade, that kind of range. And i that was when I started to really feel a way about my body. And that pretty much continued through my early 20s. And through that time, I always felt like I can't wear this kind of suit. I can't wear that kind of suit. Going to buy bathing suits was always traumatizing. Now we are, we are in a renaissance of plus-size bathing suits. But back when I was, like back during this time when I was like, like second, third grade to my mid-20s, there were like not that those options. And so you go to get a swimsuit and it was just like, it's a horrible experience in a lot of different ways, not just because there wasn't the availability, but like I'm body shaming myself, my family members are body shaming me, the society. I mean, it's just like it's a lot. I used to feel really terrible about it. But now when I think about swimsuit season, I mean, swimsuit season to me is, like, low-key all year round because, like, it just depends on where you are, where you might need to rock a swimsuit. Like, if I'm in L.A. and it's November, it's swimsuit season. If I'm in Bali and it's, like, April, it's swimsuit season. If I'm in—you know what I mean? So it's, like, it's all year round, and it's lit because um, the thing about, like, trying to get to a better place with my body is that I have— a, p- a huge part of my like personal therapy has been looking at photographs of myself in swimsuits. I think that really looking at your body needs to is a key part of body acceptance, honestly. And on top of that, like looking at myself in swimsuits and really starting to understand that like Rubenesque, like Amazonian, There are so many bodies like mine who have been revered. Like, the the Mesopotamian goddesses, like, these, these are bodies just like mine that have been revered. The only reason that I have not been allowed the space to feel that way up to now is because we live in, like, a fucking white supremacist patriarchal society. And I think that once I start to recognize that, like, that is just something for right now, and my existence is much bigger than that, then I'm able to step into a space of, like, reverence of my own form, so that wearing a swimsuit now is, like, amazing. And there's so many more options now than there used to be. And it's just, it's so different. But um, that transition going between the two time periods was fucking rough, (laughs) like really rough. The thing that has been most crucial for me, and it's something that I continue to do, the way that I like combat negative self-talk just as a—because um, as a, it's, all, it's all connected to a root, and this is the root. It's just negative self-talk. The way that I manage that is literally <laughs> stopping what I'm doing when I encounter the self-talk. Now, you're probably thinking, like, wow, that's kind of a lot. Like, since I'm negative self-talking all the time. Like, I'm supposed to stop every single time? Yeah, bitch. Literally every time. Like, any time that I hear myself being like, oh, God, look at my stomach, or like, oh, look at my arms, or ugh, like, whatever, list goes on, right? Anytime that I have that experience, I literally stop and I'm like, so like, do you have a problem with your stomach? Or do you think other people will have a problem with your stomach? Like, do you really, th- you think you don't look good? Why don't you think you look good? Where's that coming from? Is it because you think that it should look like something else? What's that something else? Who is it? Who who do you think you need to be like? Why Why do you think you need to be like them? What's wrong with being like you? Like, really going down this rabbit hole of, like, it's basically like having therapy with yourself. And the issue um, is that it's not pleasant. I find this to be, like, a very unpleasant kind of work. I think that people think that, like, body acceptance or feeling comfortable with yourself or dealing with any of the, like, fuckery in our minds we think it's going to be fun to deal with (laughs) like that it's going to be like oh my god I just take this pill and it's so easy and like everything is wonderful that's not what it's like it's really unpleasant and and it requires like looking at shit that you would much rather not look at but when I do that and make that like a regular consistent practice in my life that is done with love and that is a a practice truly in compassion, that using that as the mechanism has been the thing that kind of, I guess, woke me up, and it's the practice that I continue, for sure. And I assume that it is a practice that I will be doing for the rest of my life because I don't think that... I feel like any time that you're talking about an addiction, you're talking about permanent recovery. Like, you are an addict to that thing, and you have to you're trying to get over it. And for me, like, I've been addicted to, like, hatred of myself. And that's something that I have to constantly be aware of and never let the practices slip. And be, if women, if they do, being kind with myself. I wish that women and girls were taught that their... Um, enjoyment of swimsuit season doesn't have to do with anyone being sexually attracted to them. That those two things need to be very clearly separate. And that when you separate them, then you're able to actually enjoy the season because you're not concerned about whether or not someone is, like, going to want to be with you or fuck you or impregnate you or just, like, acknowledge you as a human being because you're acknowledging yourself as a human being. I feel like this pep talk is really for anyone who has felt uncomfortable getting into a swimsuit and or who waits for the months when they don't need to wear a swimsuit. Anyone who is not necessarily feeling confident in the way that they show up. And it's also like a little bit low-key to my former self. You're worried about it. You're worried about what they're going to think when they see you in that suit. They're going to call you a whale. They're going to call you ugly. They're going to be shocked. They're going to be so many things. Because you're right. People are going to think those things about you. But why are they thinking those things about you? Where do you think that's coming from? It probably isn't coming outside of them. As much as you think it's about you, don't flatter yourself. This isn't really about you. They're projecting what they believe about themselves onto you. They think that they don't deserve to see themselves in the way that you clearly see yourself. And what way is that? If you're wearing something that you love if you're wearing a garment that makes you feel excited, that makes you feel sexy, that makes you feel free, that makes you feel like you are on fire, if you're wearing this garment and you're standing in your truth and you're happy, then the person who is reflecting all of this negative shit they can't understand that. You're confusing them. You're shining too bright for them. The beauty, though, is that you don't need to shine bright for them. You don't owe them anything. You don't have to give anything to anyone else. All that you need, everything that you need, is inside of you, right now. And if you believe that you are worth it, If you believe that you're on fire, then what fucking difference does it make what anyone else thinks? You got this. Wear the suit. You look like a bad bitch. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about what anyone else says. You got this shit. Trust me. Because you can trust you.
0: All right, Caroline. How are you feeling now about those swimsuits? I'm
2: feeling a little better. I'm feeling like, I think I just really honestly need to focus on me, but not in the same negative way that I have been. Yeah, and- Just accepting and forgiving myself, to be honest.
0: Is there any chance I can convince you to get rid of those swimsuits and just start fresh? You know what, I think I'm gonna do it when I go home. Really? Yeah, Why? Why? why am
2: I letting it take up valuable real estate in my underwear drawer?
0: So true. And you know what? This is reminding me that I do have a bunch of old bikinis, just taking up real estate as well. And you know what? They can no longer contain my 30-some womanly hips. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's time for me to also just just send those along to someone whose undercarriage can be better served by those garments, right? I, Is that I, what I
2: should say to the Goodwill person? Yes. I respect your decision and wholeheartedly
0: agree with literally every word you just said. <laughs> and you You know the wonderful thing about jessamine i mean is well everything but but also listening to her just feels like wrapping myself up in a warm blanket but after i you know get enough of that warm blanket and i feel like i should like move my body the wonderful thing is then if you want to like kind of continue the jessamine pep talk vibe you can then go do yoga with her i got myself in in just like a bit of a rut, like just like not moving. I haven't been exercising for a while. And I ran across one of Jessamine's videos and did some yoga for the first time in forever. It was like splashing out into the ocean, you know, in a good way, not like, a, oh, God, there's a crab. <laughs> um, but just feeling so like refreshed and accepted and whole in my body.
2: Kristen, that sounds amazing. And I'm glad you found that. And I feel like I need to go look up some of those yoga videos as
0: well because I also have not really been moving my body. Well, that's going to be even easier because Caroline, Jessamyn has a new project up her sleeve that she's really excited about.
1: This spring, we are launching my very first yoga studio. It's a digital studio called The Underbelly, and it'll be available on iOS and Android and on a web app as well. And it's something that I've wanted to do for a very long time, and it means so much to me because it's really the yoga studio for the rest of us. It's the studio that I've always dreamed of, and I'm excited to share it with the world.
2: Jessamine's digital yoga studio, The Underbelly, launches April 6th. You can find it at theunderbelly.com
0: or search for the app on your phone. And if you're interested in some swimsuit companies that have all kinds of suits for all kinds of bodies, Jessamine recommends checking out Swimsuits for All, Eloquy, or Alpine Butterfly. You can find Jessamine herself at
2: JessamineStan.com, on Instagram at my name is Jessamine, or on Twitter at jessnotjazz.
0: Follow us at Unladylike Media on all the socials and get in touch with us at hello at unladylike.co with any feedback or ideas you have for us. Let us know how you are embracing swimsuit season.
2: And if y'all want to help our show, there are a few things you can do that go a long way. One is to tell your friends about our bonus episodes. Make sure they sign up for Stitcher Premium and use the code UNLADYLIKE to get their first month free.
0: And make sure you're subscribed to our regular
2: show wherever you listen to podcasts. Abigail Keel is the senior producer of Unladylike. Nora Ritchie is the associate producer. A special thanks to Casey Holford, who wrote original music for this series and mixed the episode. Additional music by Flamingo Shadow, Amit May Cohen, and Sarah Tutson. Our executive producers are Chris Bannon and Jenny Rattle at Mast. Special thanks to Aaron Nestor for our pep talk artwork and Carrie D'Arcante at Stitcher Premium. And we are your hosts, Caroline Irvin and Kristen Conger. Need a little pep in your step? Get on Ladylike. See, this is way better than a script. Is it, though? <laughs> Stitcher.
3: I'm standing outside Smithsonian's National Museum of American History. Inside, there are like a trillion objects. And I have to go in there... And find ten. So we open a drawer here, and there's Indiana Jones's jacket and Indiana Jones's whip. What is this? Prince donated this <gasps> guitar. I'm Asif Manvi, and I am lost at the Smithsonian. Where do I begin? This place is obviously full of fascinating stuff.
2: Fonzie's jacket, worn by Henry Winkler on Happy Days.
3: There are 156 million objects in the Smithsonian's collections. Here are Muppets. These aren't just objects. They're pieces of America's self-identity. I'm looking at a, a robe with the name Muhammad Ali. Only 10 episodes, only 10 objects. That's pretty amazing. Lost of the Smithsonian is out now. Subscribe now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.